With SDPB News, I'm Megan Fury. The question of what to do if a woman obtains an abortion in an illegal state is now in the hands of lawmakers. What have South Dakota legislators elected to do? SDPB's CJ Keene checks in. House Bill 1220, which bans legal repercussions for women who illegally undergo abortion treatment, passed the Senate Monday with support from both parties. Republican Senator Jessica Castleberry sponsored the bill. Castleberry says she views women who elect to undergo abortion treatment as victims, not perpetrators. We can continue to create policy to protect unborn children, but we can also create policy to not further harm abortion-vulnerable women. Women are victims of abortion and require our empathy and support, as well as access to counseling and social service. House Bill 1220 ensures that any woman who undergoes an unlawful abortion may not be held criminally liable. Earlier in the session, a letter was shared with lawmakers signed by dozens of organizations opposed to legal abortion, including South Dakota Right to Life, advocating for similar policy. Senator Al Novstrup read from the letter. We will continue to oppose legislation, legislative and policy initiatives that criminalize women who seek abortion, and we will continue to work for initiatives that protect unborn children and policies that provide and strengthen life-affirming affirming resources for abortion-vulnerable women. We call upon all pro-life legislators to vote yes on this bill. HB 1220 passed with only a single nay vote, coming from Senator Julie Fry Mueller. I will be voting no on this bill, um, even though Right to Life is supporting it, because I don't want to make excuses for people who, in my opinion, I understand it's hard, but the baby is it shouldn't be the consequence. It next goes to the governor's desk. I'm SDPB's CJ Keene. The South Dakota House voted down a bill preventing a legislator's spouse from being a lobbyist. Lawmakers killed SB 197 on a 44 to 24 vote. Opponents argued the bill targeted Rapid City Senator Julie Fry Mueller. Her husband, Mike Mueller, is an unpaid lobbyist for South Dakota Citizens for Liberty. Both were involved in an incident with an LRC employee that resulted in the Senate censuring Fry Mueller. Representative Linda Duba of Sioux Falls sponsored the bill. She said the bill was not targeting any specific legislator, but closed an ethics loophole. The bill previously passed the Senate on a 22 to 13 vote. SDPB's legislative coverage is supported by the Friends of SDPB with corporate support from the South Dakota Bar Foundation and SDN Communications. The Medicaid expansion rollout is fast approaching in South Dakota. For the state's budget makers, that's just another variable to keep an eye on. Senate Bill 149 passed the House this week on a 62 to 7 vote. Representative Tony Venheisen says it offers a plan for those expansion costs. For this year and next year, that cost is offset by a two-year 5% extra match from the federal government. The result of that is that the general fund impact this year is only about $12 million, next year $14 million, but the prior year significantly higher. The motivation behind this bill is to have more of a glide path for those first three years rather than having two relatively low years and then one much higher amount. The bill now heads to Governor Christy Nome's desk for final approval. The Sioux Falls Regional Airport has hired a consulting firm to build a new master plan for future expansion. SDPB's Evan Walton reports. 
Sioux Falls Regional Airports Management has been working with Mead and Hunt Consulting Firm to build a new master plan for the airport. The first stage of the master plan is to add a parking garage to support the need for additional parking. The new four-level parking garage will add just under 1,000 new parking spaces. Eric Elfson is downtown Sioux Falls Rotary Club president-elect and a licensed pilot. He says that increasing parking space is a priority as more than half of the people who choose to park their car are from surrounding cities. Educated on early on is that 67% of our actual traffic that utilizes the parking areas within the um, Sioux Falls Regional Airport are actually from outside Minnehaha and Lincoln County. Dan Lidier is the executive director of Sioux Falls Regional Airport. He says the first stages of the project will be seeking outside funding as federal dollars will not be enough. Primary funding source will be the federal government, but uh, asking them for $130 million, well, that's not happening. You know, we would be uh, fortunate to secure a little over half of that from the federal government. Even if, they're, if, if we're willing to secure that funding, <clears throat> they're going to want to know that there's you know, local support, local skin in the game, so to speak. State legislators are currently considering Senate Bill 158, which would provide additional funding to airport projects across the state. Parking expansion is only one part of the master plan, which also includes new terminals to flex with the expected growth. Lydier says within the next 15 years, the Sioux Falls Regional Airport will need to grow from its current seven gates to 14. Lydier says that parking garage construction will begin April 3rd of this year and is expected to be completed by October of 2024. I'm SDPB's Evan Walton. The average cost for a gallon of gas is trending down across South Dakota, according to a new report. The state's average fell 1.3 cents last week to 3.24 per gallon. That's according to a Gas Buddy survey of more than 600 stations across the state. That's down 8 cents from last month and 43 cents from last year. South Dakota's average price of diesel is 4.12 per gallon down a nickel from last week and down 20 cents from last month. With SDPB News, I'm Megan Feary. And that is your daily news update. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SDPB News and visit sdpb.org news to stay up to date on our journalism as it comes in. And as always, thank you for listening.